Good morning for Thursday, September 14, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Eight die after power fails at Care Center. Medicare for all versus state control in health battle. And Trump hurries to pass tax bill not yet written. In today's national headlines, redemption and rejection. Prison to Ph.D. Shkreli jailed for seeking strand of Clinton's hair. And black Republican gives Trump a lesson on racism. In this morning's business headlines, politicians' ties to car makers now a liability. Facebook blocks ads from objectionable content. And Trump blocks China-backed bid to buy U.S. chipmaker. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Rochir Sharma. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Hollywood, Florida. Eight die after power fails at Care Center. The first patient was rushed into the emergency room of Memorial Regional Hospital around 3 a.m. on Wednesday, escaping a nursing home that had lost air conditioning in the muggy days after Hurricane Irma. Another arrived at 4 a.m. After a third rescue call around 5 a.m., the hospital staff decided to check the building. What they found was an oven. The rehabilitation center at Hollywood Hills needed to be evacuated. Rescue units were hurrying its more than 100 residents out. Checking the nursing home room by room, the hospital staff found three people who were already dead and nearly 40 others who needed immediate attention, many of whom had trouble breathing. The workers took them to the emergency room where they were given oxygen. Four were so ill that they died soon after arriving. In the afternoon, the authorities learned that another had died early in the morning and was initially uncounted because the person had been taken to a funeral home. In all, eight were dead. Florida was still staggering to its feet on Wednesday, and millions of people across the southeast were facing days or weeks without power in temperatures that in the Fort Lauderdale area climbed to as high as 92 degrees in recent days. The nursing home appeared to have electricity, but the hurricane had knocked out power in a critical spot. A tree had apparently hit the transformer that powered the cooling system, intensifying the subtropical heat from oppressive to fatal. State officials, utility executives, and the Rehabilitation Center spent Wednesday trading blame over why and how its patients were left to endure such conditions, even though state and federal regulations require nursing home residents to be evacuated if it gets too hot inside. The Hollywood Police Department opened a criminal investigation into the deaths of the eight residents, who ranged in age from 71 to 99, and investigators from the state attorney general's office were also involved. By day's end, the unanswered questions were still outstanding, even as the deaths heightened scrutiny on other facilities for the old and disabled. The Rehabilitation Center had reported to state regulators on Tuesday that it had power and that Memorial Healthcare, which runs the hospital near the nursing home, had provided fans and spot coolers, according to the governor's office. Governor Rick Scott said that the nursing home was responsible for the safety of its patients and that state health officials had told the home's administrators to call 911 if they believed patients' health was at risk. But one relative who visited on Tuesday afternoon said she had been so alarmed by the conditions inside that she called Florida Power and Light four times to report that the air conditioning was out. 
The relative, Eli Pena, said the power company told her that help was on the way, but no one came. Here's the second story on today's front page. Medicare for all versus state control in health battle. Reported by Robert Pear. In a Senate office building, some of the leading lights of the Democratic Party gathered Wednesday to embrace a huge expansion of Medicare, large enough to open the health program to all Americans. In another Senate office building, a group of Republican senators took one last stab at dismantling the Affordable Care Act. They proposed to send each state a lump sum of federal money, along with sweeping new discretion over how to use it. Important elements in both parties are trying to move beyond President Barack Obama's health care law, but they're moving in radically different directions. The proposals appear to have only one thing in common. Neither is likely to be enacted anytime soon. Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont proposed what he called a Medicare for All single-payer health care system, and he said 16 Democratic senators supported it. Several Republican senators, led by Lindsey Graham of South Carolina and Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, would take money spent under the Affordable Care Act and give it to states in block grants. Under the Graham-Cassidy proposal, money would be distributed to states based on a complex formula. The regional cost of living would be one factor, but the sponsors acknowledged that higher spending states like Massachusetts would receive less than under current law. The block grant would replace federal money being spent under the Affordable Care Act for the expansion of Medicaid. The Graham-Cassidy bill would repeal the Affordable Care Act's requirements for most Americans to have coverage and for larger employers to offer it. And it would make deep cuts in Medicaid. But time is running out. After September 30th, the Graham-Cassidy legislature...